0: Hello, everyone. This is Ronnie Romero, and you are watching CMS TV. And what is going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken back once again with another edition of. Chris Aiken presents, and of course, my um my co-host, as always, Mister Eric Ferentinos. Eric, you look like you're gaining a little weight, buddy. I put on a lot of weight on that cruise. <laughs> all that shrimp and shit you've been eating, right?
1: <laughs> all the all the buffet has really got to me, man.
0: <laughs> anyway, the real go the real guest host tonight, Mister John Drake from the Talking Into Infinity podcast, as well as uh, brother, believe me, as well as. The Nerve Herder Council, as well as whatever else, you know, you only do what about forty things at once?
1: Only about forty-two, if you're counting.
0: (laughs) Who does more shit, me
1: or you? Oh, it's got to be you. You think? Yeah, you have like eight different shows. I mean, I've got—I guest on other podcasts, and I've got my two, and I do the band, and you know. But yeah, I'd say that you you definitely—you know—you got to me. You've got the CMS. You've got this. I mean, you're you're doing constant guest spots on other people's shows so
0: i i'll, I'll see you true although although here i'll give you some breaking news you said i do to me i did do to me up until <laughs> up until today <laughs> wow <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> we breaking yeah. news
0: yeah <laughs> no more talk to me with chris agan why but, uh not fest is changing up you know they they want to me to do a um a new metal thing and i ain't part of that. They see the gray and they're like you ain't new. You're old. So Are,
1: are you serious? Well, I don't
0: know why. Honestly, that's it's not fair of me to say why and i got nothing bad to say about those guys. I made fucking $5,000 doing nothing. So, <laughs> you know, i i really don't have any any complaint at all about Notfest, but they are going a different direction and um so are me and Toomey. Actually, we're gonna start yet another show because I need more shows. <laughs> you know, we're gonna replace "Talk To Me" on my end with um, "Here's an old name coming back at you." We're bringing we're bringing back the Pit Riff name on a new podcast. Really? Yeah. So um, so that's gonna be uh, we're gonna be putting that together here in the next week or so, and then we're gonna we'll be doing that show off of the Not books. So. No more free money for me, man.
1: <laughs> well, it, oh, but come on. That's exactly why you do all these things is yeah, all exactly. the money that it generates.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's, if I can't get paid, then I don't do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? See,
1: that's the, that's the only difference. You are busier than me, but at least one of my side gigs makes me a lot of extra money. So yeah. that, that is the one difference. So,
0: Well, my side gig in Pennsylvania makes me a lot of money. You can't really and call
1: owning a business a side gig.
0: I don't go there. It doesn't matter if you go. I haven't been in like a year.
1: <laughs> you own a business and it makes you money. That is hardly a yeah. side gig.
0: That's side to me all right it's believe me believe me it it feels like a side gig because i feel like comfortable with what i'm doing most of the time and then the phone starts ringing with something from from pinball pa and i'm like why the fuck am i still involved with this shit (laughs) god damn it i've been there in over a year for a reason yeah why can't you fucking guys handle it you're there (laughs) that's i've said that a lot of times on the phone why can't you guys handle it you're there yeah But, um, but yeah, no, I, I stay busy with my, all my stupid things and I have my real business and I have this stuff and I like doing this stuff. This is the, this is my job. I will say that I don't really give a shit what the money situation is. Doing podcasts is my job. It's what I want to do. It's what I care about. It's what I think about constantly. And all the other stuff is kind of just, well, I need to make money. So here's a website that I'll do, or here's a. Here's a special at Pinball PA that we'll put on this weekend yeah. to generate some extra <laughs> coin, or look new T-shirts, new new shiny things at Pinball PA. Buy one, please, sure, because <laughs> I need money <laughs> so I can podcast. <laughs> well,
1: dude, it's what you love the most. I mean, it is. I mean, I I th- I I would be lying if I said that I was 100 percent focused on work all the time when i'm at my day job it's like no i'm thinking about oh i gotta write set lists for the weekend shows and what am i gonna talk about on talking into infinity or nerf hurt or like what am i gonna you know what interviews can i get me and
0: you throwing emails back you know it'll be like 10 o'clock in the morning you'll be like did you hear that new fucking seven dust song (laughs) yeah (laughs) so instantly in my mind it's like well there's no work at john's place getting done other than listening to this seven dust song like eight times in a row yep (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) Too good, man. Well, dude, you know, for people that don't know, because you have not, have you appeared on Chris Aiken Presents? I do not think so. Have you? I think maybe once. I mean, we've done some. Did I know Stephanie did a few times? I don't know that you did. I did something with you. I don't know if it's exactly. I don't think it was Chris Aiken Presents. I think it was like Chris CMS Music or one of the other fifteen titles that (laughs) we. Yeah. That we've had for this show, but yeah, this is your this is your virgin voyage. That's why I brought yep. the horse with me behind me, <laughs> popping the cherry. And, That's right. And cap. That's right. You can pop your cap, so to speak. <laughs> exactly. Nice. But for people that don't know, John and I are damn near brothers. I would say at this point. I mean, we fucking yep. when we can, when we have time, we're always finding something to do. You know, in the same room as we did last Thursday yep we um we went out we saw um our friend dave landau and i could say our friend because i think he likes you more than me especially after the way he dissed me on stage <laughs> <laughs> but uh fun time no oh it was a great
1: time it was it was awesome because like we already know that he's hilarious sure I, we obviously love his comedy but it was a different format it was they call it crowd control yeah and and they get comedians up there that and Instead of doing like their standard rehearsed, you know, their normal set, they ask the crowd questions and kind of they, they improv off of the responses that right. they get. And so they had, the, I think the guy's name was Drew or something that he was up there with, I want to say. Yeah, I think so, I seem, yeah. I seem to remember him. And it was him, it was uh, Landau and Drew just riffing on people. And uh, it was, the 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 openers kind of did that. A couple of them had some rehearsed things and but yeah, Dave and Drew just went up there and they, whatever the crowd would say, they just kind of went with it. It was sure. really, it was awesome to see it different because we've seen, you know, we, we do see repeat jokes here and there. And um, sure. and we you know, just
0: saw Landau.
1: Yeah. A few months ago.
0: We all, when was that? That was what, December or November? It was when it was snowing. I know that.
1: Yeah. I think it was November. I want to yeah. say.
0: So what, five, four months ago or whatever, we had just seen him. Mm-hmm. And he was doing the material that became his new um, his new special, that of Prison Ten. Yeah. So I, you know, even during the week, I had said to you something to the effect of, "I don't even care if we see the same jokes; it's just a reason to go out." Yeah. Uh-huh. You know that that was kind of our our excuse was, uh, you know, Landau has really become an excuse for us to just kind of go out. You know, and you know, I get along. You know, your your wife is my best friend in the world. So and yeah. then. And then Kelly likes to hang out with you guys too, so it was just an r- excuse for us to go out. Yeah. But this time we were so thinking we were going to be like, all right, we know every fucking joke, <laughs> <laughs> right? And it was nice that we didn't know anything that was coming. That was yeah. definitely
1: cool. That's. And I told Steph that because I, I looked up the Showtime during the day, and when it said crowd control, I was like, well, that's something weird. I wonder what, wonder what that is. It's got. I, I told her I was like something about the crowd. So I'm wondering what they're going if it's like crowd participation or something so sure. it looks like we might get something different and we sure did
0: we did and it was fun but i i will admit this and i don't know if you felt the same way too way before landau came on when they had the first of the three bad comics come on <laughs> um and they said ah we're just going to we're just going to interact with you guys did you not did you not sit there and go oh shit i i was like no there's a reason I sit way in the back where you can't kind of see me. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mind because
1: I've been stuck at the he, at like the main table oh. several times like at the improv and I have slipped and said dumb shit when they talked to me and accidentally set myself up for a beating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so for me it's I'm like, oh, whatever. I I don't care. It's it's all, you know, in the name of humor." So yeah, I, I was know. like, I've, "Okay."
0: I've done it once or twice. Of being the fat guy in the room, you do not want to be up front. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Every every fucking item on the menu becomes a joke. You know, it's like a joke at you. It's like, okay, chicken fingers. What do you think? You know, it's like,
1: <laughs> it's, like it's like the the nutty professor
0: <laughs> in yeah. the comedy club. Have a couple, Have a couple more nachos, fat boy. Well, I'm telling you a joke. You know, it's like, right. oh my god. <laughs> I think I think my favorite response
1: was that table next to us where the one guy was asking about you know married couples in here or whatever and the one guy raises his hand and and it's like okay well well how did you propose and he goes she made me and then he asks, and then he he asks her like well why did you make him or whatever she goes well it had been a year and i'm going that guy has got to be about three days away from eating the service end of a revolver because (laughs) he married this chick and she's like, you're going to propose to me. It's been a year. I'm like, Ooh, a year is just so fucking long. Yeah. And he did it. I just, Oh my God. I couldn't believe this guy. I'm like, I, I, If if that had been Steph or anybody I was dating, we hit a year, well, where's my ring? I'd be like, ah, It's in the next guy's
0: pocket. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) You didn't get
0: one from me. No. Dude, (laughs) and and you could see it in that guy. That guy was sitting there. He was doing kind of the lean back with his ass forward in the chair, frumped over. Just a beaten wreck. (laughs) I was going to say defeated. He He was just just... (laughs) beaten. He was. He he was. And you know what? He wanted to tell something that didn't make him sound like such a fucking pussy, but he knew she was right there to slap him. Yeah. Uh huh. And she would have slapped him, and and that was fun. That was fun seeing that guy take a beating. I'll tell you who the who the most fun was for me. The couple right in front of us that met (laughs) on a fucking on a what a a date rape fetish site. It was some kink kink website like yeah
1: like a e-harmony but for people who like weird fuck fetishes
0: yeah it's, it's e-ram me or something yeah
1: something. The, 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 the best was yeah like the, the, they said that it was the initial thing that they were going for when they're both on there was a, a rape it was right. a rape fantasy right and wh- i forget how they phrased it but like you know he asked well, first like, of all okay, he didn't
0: want to admit it yeah first he was like you know they they met, we met on a dating site well what site and they oh just one of them sites and they and then they started naming them was it Match was it eHarmony was it yeah. Bumble what you know you know they were they started naming all these sites before he just said oh no it's a it was a a fetish site well what kind of <laughs> fetish and it was like a, a fat guy and a less fat but still fat chick so it was like all right <laughs> that's got to be the fetish it's got to be fat fetish and it sure wasn't that Jesus no. it was it was tie her up with the telephone cord fetish. Yeah, and
1: and what did, what did he say? It was like, well, after the first time, it kind of lost its luster. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, yeah. Where, where do you where do you go for rape? Like beating the shit out of this person? Yeah. Like it's like, running okay, them over BTK, with your car. What
0: else you got? <laughs> right. <laughs> just, <laughs> wait, just waiting for him to say, and then the next girl I dated, I strangled and left her in the basement, hanging on a wall. I was like, right. Jesus.
1: I know. Man, speaking speaking of strangling, how badly did you want to get up and throttle that guy sitting by himself oh, at the front right that the, just started the, talking? The paper and would plastic not, guy. Yes, the guy that would oh. not shut the fuck up.
0: Oh, he, he was, was a terrible. fucking annoying dick. Just an annoying dick. He was the guy, and there's one of them in every crowd, but unfortunately, unfortunately for the funny stop where we saw this show... This fucking guy, um, the, the room wasn't full. So because the room wasn't full, they they had to go with who was talking. Yeah. And it was this fucking guy. But this guy, he was, a, was he an engineer or something from Detroit? And he, he, he made sure we all knew that he drove all the way in from Detroit. Yeah, like Dave didn't, who was standing on the stage as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. You know, but oh my God, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. I'm an engineer and I work in plastics and then with the plastics that, you know, this and that. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he wouldn't shut up and and the comedians didn't cut him off.
1: Yeah. And the worst thing was the way he was presenting it you could tell he was trying to be the center of attention. Oh. it wasn't like, "Oh, uh, well I, I drove I drove in from Detroit. Um, he was yeah, I drove in from Detroit, and yeah. I' do plastics and I gotta tell you yeah. i I've seen you before, Dave, and I, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's trying to he's look at me guy. He's look at me guy at the comedy show.
0: yeah <laughs> like, and we wanted to look at him leave. Yeah right. he was just an annoying douche. Oh, he was an annoying douche. I'll tell you what was what was a highlight for me was that I got the biggest laugh of the crowd of the entire night, which I felt great about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I felt great about the somehow somehow I don't, probably you I think you leaned him into me, and because I was just content to shut up and not say anything, but somehow he was talking about marriages and he got into into me with my twenty year twenty three year debacle, and my <laughs> but then he was surprised that I'd been divorced for ten years. And he's like, You're not you haven't found anybody else? What did she do to you? And I just yelled out, Cunt. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's a cunt. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> whole room whole room broke up on that one. Yeah. I don't think they were ready for that word to just come flying out. <laughs> Especially at a room with at a table with three women at it. I, they really didn't <laughs> <that. I> know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that that was a great time. Like I I, I tried I tried to create an awkward moment i, I didn't fig, figure it worked but dave was like oh well ask any questions you want and i hollered out are you happy with your website
0: yeah and he goes no yeah just without even any hesitation at all i was like well what the fuck you know you can't give me you can't give me half a plug dude really
1: i had to do it i was like this would be the only time i ever get one in on Aiken. Uh, <laughs> like well, only time ever
0: well that one worked because he, he absolutely <laughs> caught me off guard with that quick no I was like, "What the fuck!" <laughs> but in all seriousness, we can't thank Dave enough for going way up and beyond, You know, I felt like a prize pig asking him for six tickets. Man, that that really felt uncomfortable to me to ask for that many tickets. And you know, I I asked him. I said, "Am I?" I even said it to him when when I asked. him. I said, "Am I being a fucking pig if I ask for six tickets?" And he's like, "No, fine, cool, whatever, dude." You know, totally cool. As he always is. So Yeah. You know, and and he's always cool to hang out after and just, you know, shoot the shit with you know, with my friends and you know, and you obviously who introduced me to him and it was a good time. And it was a really good time considering the amount of pressure he's under right now with the new show and the whole crowder stuff going on. Literally that day was the big the big Crowder ring ring video that got released of him just verbally beating up his pregnant wife. And yep. I was like, Woo, that's a that was a bit tough of a day for him to just come out and just be telling jokes and having fun. But <laughs> right good time, no man. Yeah. That's it's all
1: it's always a great time. It's dude, he's just consistently so unbelievably funny. Hell yeah. And it's, it's just, he's so good at what he does. Like his, his delivery is amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, always, it's it's like, I always kind of, when I try and describe him to people, it's like, I, I, I don't know if this really gets it across, but it's almost like he's got two punchlines, you know, he'll say something right. funny and you're laughing, but then he follows it up with something just brutal. Mm-hmm. It's like a second punchline. It's, it's hilarious the way he it does is. this stuff.
0: And he's a master at silence, yes. which is a rare thing you You see too many comedian the really good ones, the really good comedians that you'll see will know when to just be quiet and let the let the silence actually be the joke. Landau's really good at that, and but like you said he'll he'll leave the silence for the joke to build, and just as it starts to wane, then he hits you again with another uh-huh. part, you yep. know, and then he's and then I raped her, you know it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know it's like, whoa, dude, yeah, he's. So, he's great it's, it's,
1: like, it's like like that joke about the uh the tricycle and the flowers or whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know where he's like yeah you know it's my kid's birthday or whatever and I got him a I got him a tricycle and some balloons I mean it was, you know I got I got him off of a you know from from the base of a telephone pole at the intersection up the street <laughs> but right. and as you're laughing he's like I mean the bike's a little dented but I mean it works <laughs> you know
0: like, <laughs> Yeah, he's the worst. He, he, it's so brutal, which is what, what is, you know, he's definitely cringe humor at its, at its worst, at its ugliest, but that's great. I mean, that's what we, me and you would not like going to a show and going, and then he planted more daisies yeah <laughs> well and
1: it's it's also his choice of words too yeah like he uses very intelligent word choices like the one joke where he's like i'm sorry doctor i didn't realize that my wife was such a classless animal <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. it, it, he doesn't he doesn't go with like the standard insults which makes it really funny because it's actually mm-hmm. you know you could tell there's like an intelligence to it sure. which you, you don't see a lot of and, and the jokes don't go in these obvious directions that so many comedians do you're like okay I could tell where this is gonna go right and then and he and he's not just you know, dropping f-bombs every other word to you know be
0: edgy it's it's intelligent humor yeah no he doesn't really swear much now does he he really Mm-mm. he's not a big swear guy at all actually no uh-uh. now that I'm thinking about it not not a ton but um so yeah fun time out um a rare time out for me and you that we did not get hammered yeah, you know, That was really surprising for, you know, between me, you, my friend Seth, Steph, Kelly, and his wife and Seth's wife, Heather, we drank, I, I how much was your bar tab? 50 bucks? It was like Maybe? 60 bucks. Mine was like 40 total, total yeah. 100 bucks. That never happens with us. No. 100, 100 bucks? Well, and Steph I, was the most drunk of any of us. Yeah, she drank a ton for her. Yeah. She was she was taking big pulls off of those fucking pitchers. <laughs>
1: yep. Well, and and I mean that's all she drinks is is light beer. Yeah. She doesn't drink she doesn't drink booze. She doesn't go for like regular Budweiser or Coors. Right. Or, no, it's it's Mick Ultra. And if they don't have that, let's go with the Miller Lite. And she, man, I think we had four pitchers on that on that yeah. tab, and she was going through a good amount of it. She
0: drank more than I did. <clears throat> I could tell you for me, which, and this is the stunner for me. For me, total, on the whole night, I had three Jack and Cokes and, what, two cups, two cups of beer from, from your pitcher. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That and I mean, for me, that's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. That never, it never Yeah, You we, know, we've, one of the very few times in my life that I've actually had to be carried out of a place was that place. Yeah. What was that, uh, a year and a half, two years ago or whatever, maybe even a yep. little longer at this point, because I think that was pro- pre covid
1: it was it was the one right after covid right after 21. covid started yeah yeah but that was, was one time
0: whoo, i that was weird i was like sitting there i was fine i was fine i stood up i was like oh man i'm really fucked up (laughs) i was like i it was it was one of the very few times i was ever like oh here's the keys here's that you know yep somebody guide me to the passenger seat because i'm not driving (laughs) yeah you well you hadn't
1: partied a lot recently right at that time Uh you hadn't partied very recently and so you just decided that was one of those nights so i sat down i'm like i'm gonna get a shot you went okay all right it wasn't even it wasn't even hey chris would you like a shot it was i'm gonna get a shot okay all right <laughs> i'm so in. make that too
0: yeah I mean, and and me and you have we have done that from time to time <laughs> a few times a few times Yeah, did the the, the the best party time i i can remember with me and you was here at here at the man palace that first party that i had where where literally, literally <laughs> it went off the fucking rails with you know shaving your ass shaving my head um, fucking putting the road. Yeah, shaved you like the road, like road warrior. Road Hawk. warrior, putting Hawk. the paint on your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody went out and bought the paint, the face paint. I'm running around my house at fucking seven o'clock, and people are coming in and out of the party. They're seeing me with a shaved head, like <laughs> road warrior animal, with the fucking face paint on, walking around with a full gallon jug of sangria, taking pulls off the jug of sangria like it was a beer. Literally was there's was a big giant jug full of sangria, yep. and I'm just like drinking, pouring down my shirt and shit. It was I was wrecked. That was
1: the best part was the people that walked in after the the head shaving and the face paint that just walked in and did that split second. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, and they're they're they, immediately they knew everything was had already gone to hell in a handbasket.
0: Well, <laughs> well, the thing was the party I think was supposed to start at like five because we were going to do CMS that night. Yeah. But it started at noon with me and you,
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and by five o'clock, I was bombed and yep. and too many people showed up. That was another problem was my house is not that big, yep. but for my house to be um to to hold this many people was absolutely ridiculous- There was like a hundred people showed up at my house that maybe can comfortably fit twenty <laughs> and it just turned into. We had, remember the the cases of beer that were surrounding the grill? And it was (laughs) like, because I have a rule when I have these parties that um, everybody has to bring a six-pack or a two-liter, whatever they're drinking. And, you know, and and then everybody just kind of pools it, and then we have a party. Well, we tried all that, but when we tried all of that... Next thing I knew, everybody was bringing cases of beer. Cases, yeah. So 75 people, we probably literally had 50 cases of beer here, mm-hmm. plus whiskey, plus bourbon, plus te- tequila. It just went off the rails. And at one point, it was 2.30 in the morning. I needed to move a car. I ran over some big giant rocks <laughs> in my in yes. my driveway and tore the bottom end of my car completely out. The front fender, yeah. It just... <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's liquid just flowing all over the place. It was bad. <laughs> oh, I remember that.
1: I, I could not stop laughing. I mean, it was it was. Funny. It was- it was funny enough as it was, but then when you're all hammered and stuff, and you with your yeah. amazing skills behind the wheel on full display, oh.
0: <laughs> it was it was three thousand dollars worth of funny because it cost me three thousand yeah. dollars to fix it. But but it I just, didn't care. It was like, hey, it's part of the party. Yeah, <laughs> you just put that thing in drive and drive went right yeah. into that rock. What well, we just, just heard it go. <laughs> I was like. Oh, and I, I, what I remember most is I get out the car and I go, did I hit something? <laughs> <That> was, <yeah. laughs> right. Like, <a> fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was great. Yeah, and then you you jump in the car. And there's no subtlety. Like, I'm going to try and back this out a little bit. No, once again, just smash the gas pedal. <laughs> in reverse, and off comes
0: the front. Off <laughs> yeah, comes like, the bumper. God. It's like, whoops. <laughs> I like, oh, guess is not I tore good. this car to shit, but... <laughs> All right. Well, we could tell these stories all night, but first we are going to do this. We we do have a band coming on tonight, a band that I'm digging called Seven Stones, which I'm not going to lie, when I first got it, I really thought it was the band from like 20 years ago that was on Evanescence's album. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was 12 Stones. Yeah. And it took me about a week cuz fir- at first I was like, an eh, evanescence not my thing, blah blah blah. I'm not going to pay attention to this shit." You know, and, <laughs> and, and 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 I did really didn't listen to it for about a week and then their publicist, Barbara who's who's great. She she absolutely rules. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Did you listen to 7 Stones?" And I was like, "Oh, I remember them from the day." And she was like, "What are you talking about? From the yeah. day? They're a new band." And I was like, "Oh, all right, let me listen." <laughs> so then I listened. I was like, oh, these guys pretty pretty much fucking rock." So, Yep let's do this let's we're going to take a quick break play uh and then we'll come back we'll play a little bit of uh seven stones and then we will be back with uh drew elliott from the band seven stones right after this it is chris Aiken presents (laughs)